Blog Talk Radio. Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your stories told. I'm Marty Opie, PS Radio Network, and Stephen Burke, 89.9 KLRB, Lighthouse Christian Radio. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, there's an awful lot that we can talk about, and I'm interested in what you want to talk about. Um, I invite you to call in tonight. I've thrown out a few subjects, and... Um, Things that we're hearing that are contradicting left, right, backwards, frontwards. I mean, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. It's just crazy stuff. Um, Those of us who are doing our homework know that it's contradicting. Um, We do not choose to be enemies with those that are not doing their homework, but we are here to help educate and opine, and uh, that's exactly what we are doing today on this tonight on this forum, given the gravity of what the heck is going on in our world today. Are we rewriting history just because it's going to be in the books if it ever makes it there? Does that mean it's true? Um, the answer is no, but how will the next generation know what's true or what isn't? If that's what is written, you ever hear, you know, get into a, a, a passionate debate or a heated one, you know, that maybe gets a little out of control or not. And it's like, okay. And somebody says something, it sounds really, really good, right? It's like, hmm, damn, that sounds good. But the fact is, wit doesn't make it right either, okay? Smooth words don't make it right either. What makes things right? Creativity, the transparency, the ability to debate with reason, and uh, to actually not be censored. My goodness, can you imagine that being censored? Wow. So not only do we know that Fauci knew so much that he has blood on his hands, the fact that he's even seen in this position of of, uh, of knowledge and, and you know, a, a, a somebody who consults the the president. Uh, did I say that the president regarding the health and well-being of citizens and non-citizens of our country is what you're saying. We know Fauci's real bad news was not a good advisor to Trump. He is not a good advisor to Biden. There's been plenty of time to figure that out now, right? Plenty of, plenty of time. And now we know that Google 
Fading in and out. Am I really? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you right now. Okay. okay. Let me know if that continues. So in in, in the meantime, okay. while I'm trying to get to a better spot so the fade does not continue, I'm gonna, uh, you know, uh, James Treat is calling in. I know that tonight. He's a regular on Marty. Course is with us and just so well. Schooled and, and on, on this information as well. We're on the same page with this, with some of this stuff, you know. And you know, we have some great discussions. Some of it we don't agree on. Uh, let's we can talk about this vaccination thing all day long. We're going to agree on it. Um, Google knew about it. Google's vested in it. Uh, but we've got Stephen Burke on with us right now, and I'm going to ask Stephen Burke to take the lead right now. And let us know what's on your mind, because we know that you do this on Saturday afternoons. But unfortunately, the majority of our audience does not have the pleasure of hearing you because you're Oklahoma and the surrounding area radio station. Stephen Burke, what's going on and what's on your mind? And while you're talking, I'm going to be listening, but I'm going to try to get to a better spot so that I have better uh, sound quality for our listeners. Okay, you want me to just go down through a few things like I normally do on Saturday? or? or? That's exactly what I'm hoping you'll do. I've got several several different topics there that I could go down. I, I guess I can do that and we can go from, we can go from there. Well, I want to hear it. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear it. You know, we'll get some interjection along the way, but I I know I'm missing some really good stuff that you share on Saturdays. I've heard about it, um, and I and and I know that if I want to hear it, you know, just get a get a taste of what you're doing on Saturdays. That um, our listeners are going to want to hear it as well, and as it pertains to each and every one of us, as we live and breathe today. Okay. Well, if I'd have, if I'd have known earlier, I'd I then I did. I wouldn't have deleted some of the stuff I used Saturday because I had some pretty good stuff we went through on Saturday. But anyway, I've I've got a few things here. I don't know how many people know it, but America's Frontline Doctors website was deleted from the internet by Amazon this past week. And I'm trying to uh, see what's going on with my microphone not working right. But anyway, uh, seems like that uh, they didn't like the truth being told about the vaccines and the virus and all that stuff. So I don't know. Most people know this, but uh, a lot of the top services like Netflix, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and a whole host of others are hosted by Amazon. So they just pretty much uh, cut you off if they don't like you. 
So that's one of the things that's been going on. President Trump released a statement here two, three days ago telling the people to stop vaccinating our young people. So it makes you wonder what's going on there. The inventor of the mRNA vaccine has been sounding an alarm of lipid nanoparticles from the experimental COVID-19 vaccines accumulating in your in your vital organs, and one of which is your brain. Of course, that's going to be a lovely thing right there. You know, just one more thing to add to the pile. And they've confirmed now that the vaccine is being made with magnetofection technology, some type of magnetic technology supposedly to make it travel throughout your body, ha-ha, if we believe that. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, can, here can was I something I thought was kind of, yeah. Can I interject what, you know, um, the, the Pfizer vaccine, what was believed to be one of the safer ones, you know, now... Now, I think there's about 4,000 in Massachusetts that got that, uh, that are now, that that got the, again, vaccine, it's really the jab, um, and now they, they actually have COVID. And then there's supposed to be another strain coming in that's supposed to be worse. Well, you know what I think? I, I mean, I can't help but think, or it's crossed my mind. Well, gee whiz, was, has that been injected into people with these so-called vaccines? Well, I'm sure it could be if they want to, and I wouldn't put it past them. You know, we know they've done all kinds well, of other crooked things. Well, what I'm trying to figure out is how can you possibly identify another strain when you couldn't identify and isolate what you're claiming is the original if you couldn't identify, how could you possibly, possibly come up with a mutant strain? That I'm, I, I think these people that have gotten these injections, I mean, you're seeing some of them respond immediately negatively, uh, sometimes even to the point of death. But I think over the next year, we are going to see a massive die-off, and it's going to be in the people who got these injections. Whatever this is, Stephen, I read too where this messenger RNA is collecting in the vital organs and in women most especially in their ovaries, which ought to pretty well put a damper on having any babies. Uh, whatever this thing is, what, whatever this virus is supposed to be, is nothing, not near as dangerous as what they are injecting into people. And I cannot believe, after all the crap over successive presidencies, that our own government has pulled on the public mm-hmm. that anybody would have bought this story. It was so flimsy to begin with. It was being sold by, uh, a, what do you want to call it, like a, a carnival barker, which is what I associate Fauci with. And mm-hmm. then you've got Bill Gates and this, and that never bodes well. And mm-hmm. while all of this is going on, Gates has now topped... 300,000 acres of agricultural, prime agricultural land. He's taking over agriculture. There, there is a bigger plan there than any of us. Yes, there is a bigger plan there than any of us have 
been able to grasp just yet. I think we are in terrible, terrible straits. I think before this next year is over, as unrecognizable as our country is at this point, it is going to be a sleeping nightmare. Give it another year. That's my opinion. Yeah, we're heading we're heading for big trouble. Go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And uh, Bill Gates, from according to the news articles I got a couple weeks ago, now owns several million acres of land in the United States. Mm-hmm. Oh. That so he's should, been buying I, it up I, I'm sorry. like nobody's business. Yes. But it's probably being that assumed under different names as well. He needs to be locked away from the rest of the population for everybody's safety. This man is dangerous. He comes off like some nerd, uh, you know, and he's always a philanthropist. His philanthropy has killed or crippled over 500,000 children in India with his polio vaccine, which caused what they called acute myelitis paralysis, which is polio. But we give it a different name because you won't know it. But it's vaccine-induced polio. Kenya, this last year, half a million Kenyan teenagers, mostly girls, were given an unnecessary tetanus vaccine, free, of course, that sterilized them. Uh, two years before that, they got two million. This is, you're okay, looking at active population reduction, and you are looking at active sterilization and we are doing it to our own people here in the United States. Uh, back during George Bush one, they went out on the, uh, in the Dakotas onto the reses, and on what they were calling a goodwill uh, tour, they were giving health checkups and performing minor surgeries. Well, it turned out those minor surgeries they were doing tubal ligations, which only takes about a two two inch incision. And they were doing two, they sterilized 45% of the native women before somebody caught on to what they were doing. Um, I did a lot of work with the tribes back at that time. But we have a government that views us as their number one threat. We are the terrorists they are hunting. And you see all this stuff coming out of homeland. Yes coming out of Homeland Security about domestic terrorism, blah, 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 you know, and that now they've got an agency for this, and they've got an agency for that, and we've got fusion centers, and we've got, you know, all of these spy satellites, and they're recording every conversation, phone call, every email you send. It, it is nonstop. We are the terrorists they fear. Everything they're doing is pointed at us. Foreign terrorists well, could give a flip. Yeah, go ahead. Biden has Biden has has everybody trying to report now whether they you think your friends or family members might be uh, some of these uh, so-called terrorists or that he wants you to turn them in. That's and look the at what they're thing. doing with the servicemen and women. They're forcing forcing them to wear masks to be separated from others. I'm being punished. Being I, 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 and none of this, as most of us now know, is following the science. Let me let me get your opinion on on Bill Gates and all this land because we know that he's, uh, you know, he wants to fly the planes and change the the climate and all this stuff. Now, what about air rights? 
if he's buying up all these properties, you know, there could be something there too. You know, whatever whatever's being done, there's like more than one reason. I feel as though yeah, we're being circled. We're being circled. You, you know, like it's all coming around. They're trying to, you know, dot their I's and cross the T's, the ones that really don't care about um, our freedoms and our Constitution. They're just circling us, and pretty soon, and they're closing in on us. And, and we cannot be okay with that. No, we can't, but we're, we're allowing it to happen. And Bill Gates is planning on uh, uh, raising genetically modified crops on that land. That's what he said he's going to do with it. Uh, COVID-19 linked to another rare blood disease. That's an Israeli, an, an Israeli study. Um, right. So, And that was, uh, that was published today. Uh, so... You know, more of them coming out every week. Yep. Sudden onset of um, chest pains. Uh, You know, so, you know, one of our young athletes, you you know, could be doing something and all of a sudden they could just drop dead. (laughs) I mean, this is freaking crazy, you know. Imagine what's going to happen to all these airplane pilots up there when they start croaking. While they're flying your big jet airplane with three or four hundred people on it, because they're forced to get a vaccine. Oh boy! People ought to think about this stuff. Oh, that's a good point. They were just. That's a good point. What's I forget if it's Israel. I I got an article on it though here. I think who it was, but they issued a a warning if you've been uh, vaccinated, don't fly because. You're liable to get a blood clot and die. That's one of the things they yes. just issued. Right, the embolism. Stephen, oh what, have, what have you found out about um, – They, I saw several articles come up on this, and then suddenly it went dead silence, which scares me, about this. Whatever they've been injected with is transmissible. Uh, we've got doctors who have signs posted now that if you've had this vaccine – they have patients who are pregnant, and you cannot be treated at that clinic anymore because you might transfer something to these pregnant women. Have you seen anything about that? Yes, I did uh, several weeks back, and I reported on it for a couple of weeks. I can't remember the details now, but there's a lot of doctors won't let you in your office if you've been vaccinated because you're trying yes. to protect their female patients because they don't yes. even have to get vaccinated to have all the side effects and sterility and stuff from the vaccine being transferred to them from you while they're checking you out. And there's something to do with the metals and the magnets and all that. I mean, there's There's so much stuff in that thing we ain't been told about. (laughs) Ain't no telling. And just think about, you know, for, for, for all those that just, you know, Thought, oh, crazy conspiracy theories, and, and on and on. And it's like, well, okay, you know, n- n- now what? I'm not a, a I told you so kind of thing. And as a matter of fact, you know, I was so bullied, as I'm sure you guys have seen too, you know, on your own, that you've experienced it to a certain degree, that I finally, after asking about five times, hey, let's debate, but debate civilly, I finally started blocking some people that, 
I've known for many, many years, but it was just kind of like it was their duty. It was their duty to come over and bully me any time that I had posted or said anything that was against um, what their mission is, their own duty to do. And I finally started blocking people, you know what I mean? Part of me. I mean, there's a little part of well, me. Well, they may have been government-paid trolls. Yeah. Yeah, well, they become paid trolls, people that even I knew. Or they're just so brainwashed by it. And and, and that's the thing, you know. It's like some some things you have to understand that this is what genuinely happened. They truly believed what they were being told when you, you know, present you know some logic reason I, or another view. I have a, a graphic up on the PPJ that uh, John LaCrone sent me. And it, it says, uh, when somebody asks me why I don't trust government, that Thelma Simpson holding up a list, and the list says MKUltra, Operation Northwood, Operation Paperclip, Operation Fast and Furious, Operation Mockingbird, Tuskegee Experiments, Waco, Ruby Ridge, JFK, NSA Spike, Building 7, Gulf of Tonkin, which was the incident that never happened but we started the Vietnam War with, Chicago Black Sites, Flint Water Crisis, Iran-Contra, Gary Webb, NDAA, the Patriot Act, Bilderberg Group, Bohemian Grove, Abdu, Abu Ghraib Prison, uh, Guantanamo Bay, and Fukushima, for starters. Uh, yeah, call me a conspiracy I theorist. Saw, I saw that. Every one of those things was, was, like... was, was considered a conspiracy theory, but it turns out somebody was arguing with me about the Gulf of Tonkin and how it, one of our ships got sunk. I said, it never happened. I said, that was during Johnson. And I said, what he had planned on doing was claiming that Egypt had attacked one of our ships. His plan was to go in and nuke Egypt and take over Mideast oil that way. But somebody blew the whistle on him. So they turned around and said, oh, no, wait, wait. It wasn't Egypt. It was Vietnam. Vietnam is still such a poor country they can't afford a dinghy boat. They sure didn't have a military or big ships that could go out to attack one of our carriers. But we went over there and tore that country up for years, and they're paying the penalty for it now. But uh, and then 2005, the CIA came out and admitted that the Gulf of Tonkin incident never happened. It never happened. And but this is what I'm saying. There's lots of reasons. To distrust our government they obviously have no value placed in us they could refer to us as human capital they buy sell and yeah. trade us they take our children and auction them off they of course you know don't get me started on guardianship and but we're doing the same thing to the elderly uh, we've got the medical industry that's bilking Medicare out of 30 to 60 billion that's with a B every year and yet Instead of going after them, they're going to go after Medicare beneficiaries and cut services and do all kinds of other things. But this is why I'm saying we, we are the enemy. And until people realize that the enemy the government fears is us and the idea that we might coalesce and turn around and say we've had enough of you, uh, they're doing everything they can to divide us everything they can to spy on us, to incarcerate as many of us as possible, 
They're openly executing people in the street. They just came out with another big plan under Homeland Security to up the funding for the militarization of the police. Um, You're looking at a standing army on the soil. Our police are no longer peace officers. They are law enforcement. And, of course, they can kill you if they want to. So everything's going, I say, I don't know what has to happen, how bad it has to get before people wake up and decide they have to stand up and do something. You can't lay back in the shadows forever and wait for somebody else to act. You've got to stand up. You've got to get up yourself. And yep. that's the way I see it. Yeah. That's the way I see it, too. Um, I, let me ask you, we've got James Treat on with us now. Welcome, James. Thanks for coming on. James Treat is a regular contributor here, a whistleblower. And, uh, many of you know him. He's from Oklahoma. Uh, but, James, I've got a question for you. I'm Let's jump right into the frying pan here. I, I bet you'll have a good answer for this, or or maybe there's as much as the answer that there is no good answer for. It. All right, so there's arguments in Congress as to you know um, removing the dead people from the voter rolls. When did you ever imagine that this would ever be a debatable subject? Okay, okay, let me, i got to put something in here. Something I couldn't figure out in all this guardianship stuff was these probate hearing examiners, they are not judges, they do not deal with law. But they stripped the individual, they removed their legal capacity, their right to exist is who they are, they stole their name from them, stole all their property, but they left them with the right to vote. And for a few years, that really perplexed me. Why would you leave them if you said they're incapacitated and they can't even tie their own shoes without a guardian? Would you leave them the right to vote? And then it just fell in my lap one day. It was purely divine. It turns out that the guardians gather up all the people they've got under guardianship and even those who have passed away. And they bundle those and they sell them to various law firms who then turn around and sell those names and all that information to either of the political parties. And they fill out the, they have people, banks of people who sit and fill out absentee ballots for these people. And of course, them all having the same address because they were in maybe a nursing home or something. Then I found out that nursing homes are doing the same thing. All the people that pass away, they gather their names and all relevant information, and they sell it to these bundlers. And again, both political parties buy these names. Now, this isn't, of course, the only source for dead voters, but it is one of the longest-running, most chronic. And Say what? What do you think, Barney? Who's cashing the checks? Who's cashing the political parties, the PACs are... Um, exactly. Like I say, they sell it to the Yes. And then it goes in, and, but they, they're the ones also that are funding the filling out of those applications, those voter registrations. They're the ones doing that. But they do this every day. And this can add up to hundreds of thousands of people a year because people who are in nursing homes are routinely denied the right to physically go out and vote. So, and right, a guardian, they, if you're they... under guardianship, yeah. Go ahead. And, 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 and yet there are millions that are dead, and there's a check 
that's being paid to somebody yes. every month. Yes. Social Security benefit. Yeah. Just think about it. Mm. Add that money up. Well, then it is a benefit. You, you know. Uh, well, I'm going to pre- preface uh, my comments to be my personal opinions based on my own experience and my own knowledge. But to your direct question, uh, it's kind of ironic in the state of Oklahoma, there's three ways to remove a voter from the voter's role, and two of those have to be done by governmental agencies. Only one of the three ways can be, can an individual be removed from the voter's rolls after they've died, and that's if a family member brings a death certificate to the voter clerk at the county. The other two ways is a whole long listing of events that has to go through governmental agencies. So it's stacked, in other words, not to have them easily removed. And that is in the state of Oklahoma. I ran into that three years ago when I examined the voters' rolls here in this small community that I live in. But what I wanted to comment on in general as to the statements and the discussions before this is when things become so convoluted and you got arrows flying left, right, above, below, over, under, as we do today, everybody is given the same gift from God, and it's called discernment. That's the ability to think for yourself, to rationalize what? Truth. Truth is ever endearing. Truth will stand the test of time. And people aren't slowing down enough. They're getting somewhat caught up in the riffro and everything that's going on and can't believe this is happening you first have to establish truth. You first have to have a home base to be able to even know which direction you're facing. So I would just suggest to the listeners, when you've got a conflict between what person on the left says, person on the right says, or what you see or what someone's told you, sit down, find a quiet spot, and think for yourself. You'll get an answer. You will get an answer. And I know one of the things that's being talked about here, and it's all the peripheral that's going on, what Biden's doing, what the world's doing, what this is doing. We've got to remember, and again, this is my opinion, this is spiritual warfare. We have to remember we're in spiritual warfare. So what happens on man's front is really irrelevant. Even though anything that Biden is doing is going to be reversed, but it's really irrelevant because your own belief systems have got to carry you. And if you want to look for signs, if you want to look for signs in the physical, they're there. They're all around you. I had this specifically happen to me two weeks ago. I opened up my bank account, and all I see are the words, no. The balance column is nothing but null, N-U-L-L. The date column is nothing but N-U-L-L, null. Okay, I don't really even think twice about it because 
I know that the quantum financial system is being ran right now in parallel with the fiat system, and our money, the good money, is being exchanged out, and the cabal's money is being being stifled. Their money isn't being exchanged. But there's things all around you that you can see where God is working and where the battle is really already won. And, yes, we're going to go through some hard times until some people wake up, literally wake up and see mm-hmm. and feel and discern the truth. We let this – God gave us this earth. We let Satan take it away. It was given to us, and we let Satan take it. Now we have to stand for God. It's that simple. And again, sorry about the rant, but and I know it's kind of off key, no, but no, no, it no, is no. A, it is the other it is the other side to this story, and it's, people don't talk about that side to the story. And you're not going to hear it right. on CNN. Why, why listen more to these people on uh, mainstream that are basically um, paid political operatives? You know, uh, why are we listening to them? Haven't we learned by now? Haven't we figured it out by now who they really are? What it's really I mean, all about? I mean, the signs are out there. I mean, there is a soldier last week who retired from the military. You know who signed his certificate? The President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And he retired last week? Yes. But you didn't hear it on CNN. And I'll still challenge anyone to go to a military base and look at the hierarchy of command that's supposed to be on the wall. You will not find Joe Biden or Harris on the hierarchy of command at the military. That's some really bad things are starting to happen. They're kind of... Um, this administration, it seems, has brought in their own military. I mean, you know, I'd like to know where they're coming from. You know, I'd like to know who these who these people are. That, oh, uh, what was it? Um, that this one, uh, who was he, a Navy officer? That he told uh, the office, the um, uh, whoever, you know, the new guys that they needed to read, what they needed to read. It, it, it was just so anti-American. It was disgusting. Think, think, and, and once again, we have got subjects that are being debated that never in your okay. imagination think about ever have think thought about, that they would think be about this for think about this for think oh about this God, for a, think about this for a moment. Okay. A million dollars in the real world is a lot of money to me, you, and everyone else. But in the whole scope of things out there in the world, a million dollars isn't a lot of money. 
Why could the Democratic Party not come up with $1 million in Arizona to stop the recount? Because they didn't have it. The fiat money is being cleansed. The Democratic Party is the fiat money a little bit more to us. Stephen, do you know about this too? No, yeah. I don't know about fiat money. Tanya, Tanya, before we get going too far, you've had a caller here waiting, um, area code 816. Did you have a question or comment for Tanya and her guests? Hi, 816. Would you like to announce yourself? I'm sorry, uh, Marty? Maurice? Yes. Yeah, this yes. is Maurice Copeland. This is Maurice Copeland in Kansas City. Yes. You remember me? We Hi, were... Maurice. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, very, yes. very good show. Very good show. Very, yep. uh, a lot of good information from you people. I really, I really love that we're going there. We're, we need to talk about these things. What y'all have been saying about the vaccines and stuff, is very true. I understand this uh, telephone number is out of Kentucky, and the people in Kentucky should certainly know about the illnesses that we had in the nuclear weapons industry, and this and this virus thing. This stuff ain't going away. These people are messed up. So I appreciate the show, and I don't want to come in, Marty, and take no space. But I wanted to say hello to you. I love you. You're a wonderful person. And I'm all I'm well, always going to listen to you. I'm always going to listen to you. Please call in any time. We appreciate your input, you know, because I think it's very important that other listeners call <laughs> in and share their own personal experiences as well. None of us yeah. here, you know, suggest that we know it all. People need to do their own research, and you know what you what you've just shared is a validation that it's good to hear. It's good to know that. You know, do appreciate the information oh, yeah. because um, Lord knows it's hard to get alternative media yeah. out there these days. Because I know Marty's show, and I, you know, I've had my show on several times with you know Marty, where they've been repressed, where they, you know, we went off air because it was too touchy of a subject where she's been hacked, and um, yeah. we just need to hang in there strong. Oh uh, yeah, well we're gonna we're gonna hang in there, Marty, and we'll get back on one day. And what I have the stuff that I have to say is relevant to what is going on with this show. But I love hearing it. I'm gonna listen. Thank you. Thank you All right, call. Maurice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. That's love quite that. a story Anybody there. Anybody else want to make yeah. a comment or have a thought? Please feel free to call nine one seven three eight eight four five two zero. Press 1, and that will notify Marty, uh, the owner of TS Radio Network, that you want to jump on, and and, um, and you can jump on. You can, you know, give your own opinion, your own thoughts, whatever they are as well. We are also on a Christian uh, radio station, so we'll just uh, be extra careful there, too. But uh, please, you know, call in 917-388-4520. Press the number 1. Want to comment live? So, well, Tanya, um, in, in, in answer to your question about the fiat dollar, this isn't going to be the purest definition, but it's the simplest definition I can give you. A fiat dollar is a simple piece of paper 
with writing on it that is basically worthless, and you just say it has a certain value attached to it, okay? A new dollar that it's being exchanged out for will be have a backing of gold or silver or some precious metal like we used to have in the United States currency with a gold certificate or a silver certificate. Right now, if you don't know, Russia, along with two other, three other countries, have already stopped accepting the U.S. dollar for payment because everybody else has to buy or sell something to get their U.S. dollars, but the U.S. simply goes and prints more dollars. Mm-hmm. So it has no value. So the financial system is being changed over to a gold-backed or a silver-backed or a precious metal-backed metal to where your dollar will have value and the United States can't just go print more dollars. And so right. the exchange so the rate will be one-to-one. So that, that money really does grow on trees, so to speak. And, and, of course, that diminishes the value. So you can see why it's not being accepted anymore because it's cheating. Right, we just print more money, and that's the only way the federal government is continuing to operate right now because it is a defunct corporation. They simply are still printing their dollars, even though I thought the U.S. Treasury had been taken over by now, but obviously they're still getting dollars from somewhere. And when I say somewhere, the cabal, the CIA, the you know, they've got reserves of money, but those are running thin and slim. What about all these stores now that, you know, they're, they really are like, you know, uh, don't give us, you know, anything over 20s and whatnot because isn't it, isn't it true that, that the fiat currency is actually a debtor's note and it carries a negative balance on it like it's worth minus 4% because we're paying interest on this funny money? Absolutely, yes. It is an obligation to pay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's an obligation to pay. You're absolutely correct. Whereas your old currency used to be redeemable for gold or silver on demand. And Stephen, what were you going to say, please? Well, all these fiat dollars is only loaned. They loan the principal, but they don't loan the interest. But you got to pay it back with interest. And that Federal Reserve is not a court. It's a private enterprise. It doesn't belong to the government. And you borrow that money that they're printing. And you got to pay it back with interest. You ain't got the interest because they didn't print that for you. You're giving them real products, real land, real something for the interest. Right. Stephen's absolutely correct. That is a private corporation. That is not part of the U.S. government. It was brought in when the uh, Congress sold us out back in, what, 1928? 1913. 1913 on Jekyll Island. Well, yeah, they they also did it a second time as well, but, yes. That was back in the 30s sometime. I forget exactly. I want to say 28 or 32, but... It would have been 32 or 33, something like that. And then Nixon um, sold all of our silver to Russia. 
sold everything, every bit of silver that we had, which is silver is the people's currency, gold is the government's currency. And anyway, that's the way it was supposed to be as I understood it. And But Nixon sold all of our silver to Russia. And I had some friends at Fort Knox who said that even U.S. senators couldn't get in and see the gold supply that was supposed to be stored there. And then somebody let loose because there ain't no gold there. And so what they're protecting at Fort Knox, I think, is basically just the facade, the, <coughs> excuse me, the front to make people think, you know, we have a gold backup. We don't. And um, well, this is a Marty. This is unsubstantiated, but we supposedly took four quad trillion dollars worth of gold and other precious metals out of the uh, uh, the uh, out of Rome April a year April two years ago, and that's what all the planes were being used for nine ten months ago was carrying those pre- those metals back to the treasury. And Rome and where did is the take cabal. This out of James? Yeah. Pardon? Where did they take this out of? Where did they take this money from? Or this gold and silver? Out of the uh Vatican. They, out of, out that, of the Vatican. Out of the, yeah, Vatican. They, the Vatican you know, Bank had accumulated this on behalf of the cabal. Yeah, and the Nazis. And uh I I have no love for the Vatican and the Catholic Church. Um, living up there in Minnesota, we had St. John's. Uh, we had a St. John's University there. Just a nest of evil people. But at the time, there were several lawsuits coming out against the Catholic Church for family heirlooms that had been stolen and they had received during World War II. And people were suing to get their their property back to their family. And they said, oh, they didn't have it, didn't have it, didn't have it. Well, at St. John's, they, somebody produced a video showing semi-trucks lined up at this loading dock, and they're offloading all kinds of stuff, but you couldn't see what it was. Now, under the main floor of St. John's was a huge, huge, huge library. had big, giant copper doors, the two of them, that opened up in, into this massive area. That library got moved upstairs to various rooms. Whatever is stored in the bottom of St. John's, nobody knows. But I always figured it was tied to, because I know through the rat line and all of that, they, uh, what the Nazis stole got stored, most of it, at the Vatican. They were right in there with them. And uh, it just, uh, you know, what I don't understand, you know, we talk about all this stuff. But what the hell goes wrong with people that you can't just live and enjoy life and the people you encounter and know in your family and all? What what drives greed or a need for power so hard that you have to destroy nope. other people and their lives? What, what I don't understand it. Marty, these people believe they are the descendants of Saul. They believe they have that bloodline. And who is Saul supposed to be? Educate me, because I'm not a Bible person. Okay, well, I'll let Stephen. Okay, you talking go. about uh, you're talking about Old Testament, right? Yes, Saul? yes, yeah. yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. 
there was a lot of satanic stuff went on. I'm trying to remember somebody. Uh, maybe I can't remember if it was Saul or one of them wrote the Satanic Bible. But anyway, they they one of them kings did, and I'm that caught me off guard. So I wasn't thinking about that. I have my brain and gear on that subject, but they 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 think they're from that bloodline, and they've got a right to rule the world. And it's the satanic rule that they believe that they're entitled to. Yeah. Wow. I think it's a, but, I think it's on a, a sad statement but, on humanity. Oh, back, back to the back back to the treasury. I think it was nine ten months ago. The uh, treasury there, what Knox Fort Knox or wherever that. The Blackhawk helicopters were seen for weeks there in constant patrol. And that's, if you remember, back when all the ships were backed up off of California and off of the East Coast as well, is because they were having to move those precious metals from the Vatican back to the United States. Wow. And that's why you had all those heavy cargo planes flying all the way across the country. You know, you talked earlier, uh, somebody mentioned about, like, the military and all of that. Uh, I have friends, very close friends that are in the military, been in career military people, and they're all talking about out there on the East Coast, and I can't talk, speak to other bases, and these are Air Force, Army, the whole nine yards. And several of these people are retired but they were career military and talking about coming up to the base to go on to the base and getting stopped. And now they have to have a special ID. And one person said to me, I was absolutely stunned at looking at what was in front of me. She said, because the base was populated by Israeli soldiers in uniform, carrying weapons. And she said, I saw four, four military people that were U.S., I heard this about Jackson and Shaw Air Force bases, um, the the bases in D.C., uh, Belvedere, uh, Fort Belvedere and stuff, that they are populated by foreign soldiers. Now, not to get off on a big tirade here, said, but I have... Who are they bringing in? This is not. Yes. Well, up until 2016... The United States or the Republic or the good guys or the white hats only control 21% of the military bases in the United States control. Part of Area wow. 51 is so Russian Up until 2016. Base. That's what all has been going on behind the background here. When you hear about the dumbs, the deep underground military bunkers and all that yes. being flushed out. That is the Republic taking back control because the CIA and all the black cats had control of the bases and the underground tunnels. Well, do you remember when they they lied us into Iraq? They were going to go after Iraq anyway, and George Doofus 
said, you know, give me an excuse, give me an excuse. Okay. So 911 happens, Mm -hmm. and I don't know anybody who doesn't believe that was an inside job. You know it was an inside job. And, but it was the excuse used to go into Iraq, who had done nothing to us, but Saddam Hussein wasn't cooperating anymore. And he wanted to nationalize well, it, their oil. But, except that he didn't okay. have a central bank. He didn't have a central right. bank. And he did, there was only four right. countries he in the world that didn't have a central bank. In Iran, Syria, and Japan. And Japan here, back, you remember when that big Fukushima earthquake hit, um, in the afternoon before that happened, people in Japan were holding up their phones, and I couldn't understand what they were saying, but they were videotaping what looked like the aurora borealis in the sky in mid-afternoon, and you can hear from their voices they're frightened. Well, then the earthquake hit. Well, Japan had been given the third chance to convert to central banking. Their parliament had voted no for the third time. They had been told there would be penalties if they didn't let central banking in. They voted no for the third time to keep their own currency in the whole nine yards. And bang, they got hit with that earthquake. They quickly deduced that it was HARP, which we have used on many people, including our own. And they had caused that earthquake. And so Japan was going to come after us. Yes, Japan was going to come after us, and France intervened, and Russia was going to join in with Japan. France intervened and struck a negotiation with Japan, and we're paying them reparations for the damage we caused. But it was France intervening that kept us out of World War III. And we have done this, uh, I I don't know how many times, to to other countries. I get tired of hearing people say, oh, this so-and-so is a brutal dictator. Look at your own dictators. I don't care, Democrat, Republican. Look at what they do. Look at the, the Tanya, deaths they have caused. T- Go ahead. Tanya, Marty, Stephen, I'd like to make something well-known to our listeners. Marty's statements, Stephen's statements, Tanya's statements, my statements, these are not things that we as individuals call up one another and talk to on the phone about and reach agreement or disagree. Right. We come together on this show. These are all exactly. independent these are all independent, derived thoughts, experiences, opinions from our own yep. research and our own discernment and our own willingness to want to know. That is so important for the listeners to understand this. There is nothing about right. this show that's pre-rehearsed, preconceived, scripted, or yep. otherwise. And I think that's important for them to know. Yeah, probably so, because some of them might, like, we get together and concoct all this stuff up or something. We didn't discuss it. We didn't even know what we was going to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) That's about it, too, isn't it, Stephen? You just start talking. Do you remember when this COVID fiasco first started, and they said they had to close down the U.S. Treasury because everybody at the Treasury had covid Say what? And so there was this coin shortage. And so you went out yeah, and I fell out laughing. I did. I fell out laughing because as a woman, I can guarantee you there is not a woman in this country carrying a purse that has got a pound or two of change rolling around in it. 
there, and everybody <laughs> at home is saving pennies, and this one and that one, and they got change jars. Everybody, and that blew apart. That and, yeah, yeah, and there is no coin shortage. In fact, about three months into this, the U.S. Treasury reported that they had a backlog of inventory because nobody, but what it was is that they had been told to stop taking cash. And the only way stores would take cash is if you had the exact change or if, like, you had to get change for a dollar, you donated that to some charity or they just kept it. And, um, but, uh, yeah, and like I say, I fell out laughing because I'm never short of change. I'll tell you, I could just about buy a Cadillac with the change that's in my purse. But (laughs) I'm kidding, of course. And, um, but... You know, we all got it. I mean, you know we do, Tanya. If you got a purse, yeah. it, half of the reason your yeah, shoulder hurts I, I really, is because I all the I only carry this little small thing normally. But it's kind of funny because I went in the store the other day uh, to, uh, to get a Subway. I felt bad because the guy was really super nice, you, you know, and I wanted to give him a tip. And, um, oh, darn, you know. And I went back out in the car and I was able to find a loose dollar somewhere. But, but you know, I have it at home. But it was just a reminder to me to, you know, put some cash back out there because uh, otherwise we're just, once again, falling into that. Um, yeah. And see, I use cash everywhere they want I go. us to fall into. Uh, yeah. It, it, they want you to use your debit or credit. Tell everybody else, mm-hmm. get cash. Take cash out of the bank and use cash. Don't, they don't need every time you hit that debit card, they know exactly where you are, how long you were there, what you bought, and what you left with. And they don't need to know that. And I'm going to tell you something else while we're on this subject that's just absolutely flying all over me, and that is the self-checkout. <laughs> now, we were in Walmart, and they got, you know, 16 booths for cashiers, and they got two or three cashiers working, and then they have all these self-checkouts. And everybody's lining up for the cashiers. And this one lady said, I just don't understand why people don't use that self-checkout. And I said, lady, if I went to all the trouble to come into your store and shop, the least you can do is check me out and thank me for my purchase. I'll be damned if I'm going to do your job for you. And I said, and the other thing is, that's at least three, four people that lost a job. No, I'm not buying that. I'm not doing that. And, well, it's easier and it's faster. I said, I ain't looking for easier and faster. I ain't that lazy. And I said, it doesn't look to me like it's easier and faster. But when I got up to cash out and I'm pulling money out and I try not to ever shop Walmart, but sometimes you have no choice. And the lady said, don't you have a debit or credit card? And I said, it's none of your business what I have. I just handed you cash. Please finish my sale. And she said, well, we prefer you. I said, I don't care what you prefer unless you're paying for this. Take my money. And um, mm-hmm. so, but they try. To, don't you have a debit or credit card? None of your business. None of your business. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's scary. Just, I, well, yeah, that really is. That's but scary. And you know what else is scary? They don't ask for IDs. They don't check for your signature. No, no. I've got cards nope. that I'm and, that I use all the time that don't even have my signature on. And if they did, it wouldn't matter. Back in the day, you could put something in red, uh, in red ink, and say, you know, CID or what, or whatever, and they'd pay attention. Not now, not now, not now. It's each man for their own, each woman for their own. Yep. You, you know, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah it is. 
I, I don't know. Um, and Walmart now is owned by China. Uh, the Wal- Walden Brothers sold it out, and um, yeah. which is probably yeah, a good thing. Years a bunch of anyway, yeah. And um, so it's all China. <laughs> anyway, and uh, you know, this is what I don't understand with people. They say, well, you get such a good price on it. Do you realize you're undercutting U.S. producers? Well, well, they should charge less. And I said, look, we have a better standard of living here. It costs a little more money to maintain that. Now, if you want to go to living in one room with ten people, hey, let me help you get a ticket to China. And, um, mm-hmm. well, 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 I said, yeah, well, well. I, I, I get so irritated well, at people, but I want to go back and... Stephen can probably explain the shipping thing better than I, but our Boy, access have, to goods is very, very limited right now. Yeah, I don't know if y'all... They can produce something over there for pennies on the dollar, load it and ship it all the way over here, transport it all out across the country, and sell it for less. Would a domestic producer you – know, who's, who's paying the freight on that? The people in those factories over there, the people that are living hand-to-mouth that have nothing. And when you can go through all of that and the expense of that and still charge less for your product than a domestic uh-huh. producer, ask yourself – Who's paying the price for that? Who's paying for that? Well, well, There's over there producing it. communist party that's, you know, believes in that slave labor, and they'll behead you if you try to escape, and it's, it's, it's crazy. It's just, it's absolutely crazy. And then we've got, you know, these athletics uh uh sponsorships you, you you know that are that are from Nike and whatnot and where's this stuff being made and then you, and then you know you stick you stick these labels on 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 these sneakers and these uh gym bags and and gear and whatnot and i mean look it's it's nice stuff don't get me wrong but you know then you stick a label on it and in this case it's very expensive you know, and and it's like, and you know what it really costs to make because you know where it was made. I'm just disgusted with that. I'm so, and, and supposedly, you know, you know, we have these athletic pro pro teams and even college teams that are really, you know, touting a very liberal narrative and. Um, and yet it's hypocritical. Let's talk about hypocritical things that we noticed this week that's in the so-called news. How about this? I'll share with you one that I found out about today, and that's Shelton Whitehouse. Anybody else hear about him? No. Shelton Whitehouse. He's out of Rhode Island. He's a Democrat. Uh, he's senator there. Uh, Shelton Whitehouse, uh, you know, supposedly, supposedly for all, you know, um, to help the suppress the this and that. Well, he has been a member of an all-white beach club for years now. Shelton Whitehouse. He's and he and you should have seen how he responded to being asked about that. Well, uh, you know, there's nothing I could do about it. 
and then and then he goes on to say, uh, well, that's something that I saw that is that's private. You know, you'll you'll see it if you look on some of the other stations. You know, or beyond uh, mainstream, you'll see it. Shelton White, Shelton White House, huge Pinocchio hypocrite nose. Who else, guys? See the mistake you're making is thinking there's any difference between the the difference between political parties is only out here in the public. Oh, yeah, I'm not. You should know this from being at DC that it's all one big party and you wasn't invited. And everything is staged. Everything. Um and well, all who's of got these Jim supposed senator who he's been in Oklahoma, a <laughs> Republican state. He's been there for thirty some years. Get rid of him. He's no good. He is no good. Get rid of him. If he's not doing his job, if he's not for the people, I don't care what party they're from, even though I happen to appreciate more what the real Republicans stand for, you know, the conservative party, and, you know, and genuinely abide by, which I believe real Democrats, Democrats believe in really abiding by our Constitution, too. Don't get me wrong. But there are too many that don't. Now, there's part of many that don't. Look, we had two Democrats that stood up and um, uh, against, uh, it was a very big vote today that would have changed the fabric of our voting system. It would have totally changed it. And there's, uh, and we had Joe Manchin, and then we had a woman that stood up, and the vote was 50 50. That did not happen. It would have been crazy. It would have been any other way was unconstitutional. But the fact that there's even a vote in place, and that was to make Washington, D.C. a state, actually. Let, let Stephen tell, tell you who controls the shipping out of China right now. <laughs> all, ship, all shipping. Yeah, what happened is... Uh, from the new sources I got, this came from more than one place. China has bought up all 100% of the shipping space on all outgoing traffic from China, period. So if you want to ship anything from that part of the world, you have to make a deal with Walmart and Costco. That's the two that's which is same same difference. Well, you, you, mi- you, mi- you misstated and said China had. You meant to say Walmart yeah. and Costco has bought right. all the shipping cargo available space from right. China. Oh wow! Yeah, from China coming here, you can't buy, you can't ship anything from China here unless you make a deal with Walmart to do it, and they're charging the companies double, just right at double the last count I had, to ship anything or what it normally costs, and they've got all of the space bought up until next year. You can't ship anything out of China to the United States. And I was told, I don't know if this part's true or not, but I was told they did it in an effort trying to to, uh, drive the dollar store out of business. I don't know. But it's it's hurting everybody else because you can't can't get – most of your products that people buy are coming out of China 
some way, shape, or form, or else pieces of it that you got to have to assemble something else. Here's coming out of China, and you can't get it unless you made a deal with Walmart. And that's that's the situation we're we're faced with on the shipping right now. Tanya, Marty, are y'all a, are y'all familiar with Academy? With what? The with box. What? Are are y'all a, uh, familiar with the box store Academy? No. No. They sell outdoor equipment, tennis shoes, uh, men's work boots, jeans. They sell out of sundry bottom. If you were, if you did know of them, and you were in this part of the world, you can walk in at about one fourth or twenty percent of the shelves are bare. Wow, that's why. Because See, that's their the source, their here. source is out of China. They can't get the to China, and they can't get them. They can't get the product. They can't get the shipping but, space. But think about what we have relied on China for. Well, look at our car situation. The chips for the cars. Uh, clothing. I mean, this is this is where you know American entrepreneurs have been making deals with the devil, and look at where it's gotten us. Well, Tony, have you seen the Ford Motor Plants uh, backed up where they don't have the chips to finish the automobiles? No. That actually was on mainstream news. At the Ford Motor Plant? Yeah, uh, somewhere up north, they, all, all you saw was a sea of pickups that were unfinished. Wow. And, and they, don't have, they didn't Ford. have the chips. It's not just Ford. It was out on the mainstream news this week already that there's a whole host of companies manufacturers using that chip and they can't get it and this is why the price of used vehicles has gone up that's a fact used vehicles oh, absolutely. have gone up in the last, yep. in the last now month now I figured that out thank you in the last month absolutely they'll buy back a three told year old vehicle for as much as you paid for it why I'm sorry go ahead Stephen They'll buy back a three-year-old vehicle for as much as you paid for it. What you paid for it, you can sell it for right now to a car dealer. That is bizarre. You know what's it going to take, you guys? What's it going to take for the American public to get a grip here? I don't understand. You know, we're all sitting here, James, as you pointed out, we didn't have a pre-show conversation to decide. We're we're just moving from one thing to the other and discussing it with each other for the first time. Now, if we could all come up with this information or various pieces of it, what the hell are these other people doing? Uh, I, they're abli- they're one thing I have, They're busy yeah, at the party. Uh, they ain't got time for nothing else. Yeah. As long as that remote control a, works and that TV comes on when yeah. they get home, they got that popcorn and they got that cold beer. They don't give a rip what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I, a friend of mine out in D.C. said we ought to post at the voting booths. If, you're, if you've got a Budweiser in your hand and a beer gut, please stay out of the voting booth. But, you know, if voting, if our votes mattered, 
if they mattered, if us voting had any consequence at all, we would have a no-confidence option. If we were actually yep. electing anyone, we would have a no-confidence yep. option, but we don't. And there's a reason for that, and that is because one of these two factions are going to end up running things for a while. And like I say, when you get out to D.C., it doesn't take you ten hot minutes to realize it's, it's just one big gang out there. And all of this, life, light, right versus left, and who's a conservative and who's a liberal and all of this, it doesn't matter to anybody out there. It only matters out in the public, and they use it to beat you to death with it all day long. And, well, they're all involved um, in the Council of Foreign Relations and all that nonsense. Yes. Yes. And uh, every last one of them. Trump's I, the only one that was not yep. part of those organizations. I researched every presidential candidate that was running. Yep. They're all the I same, know. same, same. Yep. But nobody, and I mean nobody, gets into that office without first being groomed and approved by the Council on well, Foreign exactly. Relations, the yeah. Trilateral Commission. Uh, several other organizations, but Builder every burgers. one of them, and yes, and every one of them, they might not belong to the group, but they had to pass through that in order to even be a candidate. And you know, and on that note, uh, I watched the Republican Party since Doofus was in George Bush Jr. I call him George Doofus. Um, that man couldn't put two words together and come up with his own name. And, he was just but, another communist traitor. Yes, and uh, and ignorant but on Nazi. top of it, absolutely. Yeah, and um, but I watched the Republican Party, and this lineup of candidates was the biggest lineup of buffoons and jackasses and uh, do nothings and just absolutely. Uh, and I thought, this is the best you've got? And Trump was one of them. I have, Tanya will tell you, I have no love for Trump. The man had not a clue what that office was about. Couldn't tell you a thing about the Constitution. And the law didn't matter because he never applied it to himself anyway. And well, I just that, that, have you no know, I, mean, I believe that, you know, every, that uh, if if it didn't apply to other presidents, I don't think you should follow the wrong path, okay? But there's an awful lot yeah. that hasn't applied to other presidents, and I don't believe hey, I know in um, in qualified immunity because if you're doing no. your job, if you make a mistake, that's one thing, okay? But if you're doing something and you're getting away with it because you think you're immune from things, then that's totally, totally yes. wrong. I I yes. do yes. I do believe in uh, in President Trump. Uh, I mean, sure, I wanted to smack him across the face a few times when he made a fool of himself, but I believe in uh, overall everything that he did. Uh, but uh, but again, he was absolutely groomed for that position, and mm-hmm. uh, and blew away. Many well, you had fi- you had fifty years of planning that got Trump into office. And majority yes. of that was in the last 20 years. That was not a happenstance. That didn't just happen. It, it wasn't, was planned. It wasn't, oh, I think I'm going to run. This was 
No. Uh, and we can even we can look at we we can look at that from the man aspect in today's world, but we talked about this on a prior show where Stephen, what's the name of the Bible? Hebronot, Hebra, Hebra. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, Hebrides. Yeah, there you go. Hebrides, the Hebrides Bible that Trump had in the White House had a lineage that goes back a hundred years. I saw. I saw that. I think you might have pointed that out to me or Stephen. That was amazing to see. And it was handed to him being the fifth or the fourth child by his mother, and it originated from the revival from years, years, years ago. And that's why we are being set up for when people finally get their heads on straight, open their eyes up, there will be a huge world revival when Satan is expelled from his stronghold. Pardon? No, God already won this. You know, because yeah, for, for those who, like for those who make it, and for those who don't possess the discernment, that's the choices you make when you walk through the gate. When you stand before God, you're just having to make them at a different point in time here on earth. And people yeah, have made. Are- there are a lot of victims. There are a lot of victims here, people that have gotten the vaccine and not their evil people, but because they were believing in what they were being told. You know, you know I, I call it a vaccine. Okay, but you can go that. back to the false prophet. God didn't tell you to yes. listen to the false prophet. Again, goes back to discernment. Discernment allows you to differentiate between falsehoods and truth. We live Truth will stand on its own. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great yeah. That's pretty much says it all, doesn't it? We have the. Duty. I mean, you can make excuses and you can worm it around for it to mean this, and you can try to make it say that and. Well, it really doesn't. Uh, it really doesn't matter. It's just once, or you can self-justify and self-prophesy however you want, but the truth is still going to be the truth yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Well, I can't help but think of the young people, though, that are, you know, listening to their parents, that are, you, you know, are, are, are in the fear that's been imposed on them and, you know, complying with these directives from, you know, the false narratives. I, you know, there are innocent people that have been caught up in this. And it would there have really taken are. a strong, it would have taken a strong person, medical person, those employees in Houston, for them to say, no, I'm not getting the vaccination. They'll get fired, go home, not have money. It would have taken, I don't know, what I would have done or given that choice in their shoes, but they had a choice. Just like you'll have a choice whether you take the mark of the beast or not. You'll have a choice. Well, most of them's done got the 
Moderna operating system or some other operating system that's equivalent, which is going to be the basis for this whole thing, and they can look that up, Moderna operating system on Moderna's own website, it's the platform yep. or the the software, the system that's going to operate everything else that they're fixing to do, and just might what that be. Or trying to do. Yeah, well, and, and that's, and hence, you know, those little booster things that Pfizer and Moderna are talking about now. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. You just, hold on. You know, and and now this stuff is coming out. It's somehow it it got out there. Thank you, Lord. You know, it got out there, and they're probably a lot more afraid people than there were a month ago, two months ago. Who do they listen to? Well, this you're right. It comes down to discernment. It comes down to um, just not falling in line. You know, you have to do your own your own work. But I do. I feel horrible for these young people and for crying out loud, you know, wanting to jab these young kids, five, six years old or 12 and under, and, 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 and you know, literally. Yeah, but that's, where, that's where parents need to be parents. people. That's where grandparents need to be grandparents. Believe me, the grandchildren in my house and great-grandchildren have been thoroughly educated. <laughs> in fact, they wish I'd shut up. <laughs> well, and, and, rightly, and rightly so. <laughs> because, because that was your responsibility. Yes. But, you know, that's the thing. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned one time about an inter- encounter I had with one of my, uh, I, had, I raised two of my granddaughters, the younger of the two, in her um, social studies civics class the one year. The teacher, they were teaching New World Order stuff, but, you know, undercover. And she told the class that the the Constitution in its day was a very important document, but it was old, archaic, and had lost its relevance and it no longer applied. My granddaughter, being my granddaughter, stood up and said, you tell my grandma that, she'll rip your tongue out of your mouth. And for which she got a demerit and detention. Now, she's a 4.0 student. She comes home all in tears. Her record's ruined. And we went right back to the school, got the teacher down there in front of the principal. And, and I despise women who talk like babies or use that uh, sing-songy voice. Hey, and yeah. Yes. And she says, Now grandma, let's 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 talk. I said, first off, I'm not your grandmother. I said, My name is Marty. And I said she says, Well we prefer that you limited the conversations at home and I said, Don't you ever proceed to tell me what to talk to my kids about? And she says, well, and I said and my granddaughter was right. You ever tell her that the Constitution of the United States is irrelevant again, I will rip your tongue out of your mouth. And she turned around <laughs> to the principal who happened to like me, and she said, she threatened me. He said, I didn't hear a thing. And I said, okay, <laughs> now it's on. And, uh, but I said, the next time you want to 
chalk against the United States and our country. You get my granddaughter out of the class. I don't want her hearing this stuff. And she says, well, I say, the if at home you would eyes will be Google. Home. Yes. It, that's but they, uh, something they goes wrong in our country know. is when people are acting in defiance of our Constitution. Would you agree? Well, and the thing is, they don't want they don't want these kids hearing what it was like before all this stuff came to the surface. They don't want to they don't want to know that it wasn't oh we weren't always surveilled all the time or that the police didn't routinely execute people in the street. They don't want them knowing that. And they don't want grandparents talking to their children or grandchildren about these things. They don't want that at all. Uh, where we used to live, there was a nursing home close by, and I used to go up there uh, to be a, uh, what they called a daily visitor, and that was just to visit with people in the community room and stuff. And they stopped that. When I asked the uh, head nurse why they had stopped that, uh, she said, well, they thought too much information, misinformation was getting passed from these elder people who just really didn't understand things, you know, the way the world. I said, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. But it just, and now I find myself in the position of in that group. You can't, you know, you can't. I probably have Alzheimer's or dementia or something. And uh, I probably could have for all this is over. This stuff drives me crazy. But it's just... I don't know, Tanya, you've got about four and a half minutes here. Yeah. But, that, but it's completely diminishing. It's like it's so disrespectful to, to, to those that actually, you know, can share their own personal experiences. I mean, how many are still alive from, you know, the Vietnam War, right? How many are still alive from, uh, you know, this is where we need to draw history from. And, they're, and many are trying to rewrite it. And, uh, and and then we get into what's being taught in our schools. And and if you don't go along with it, you know what I love? What I love is that there are students and there are parents that are saying it. And getting things back on track, hopefully. Any well, like I say, at my house, take the shite, shut up. What are you leaving there? I'm going to do Stephen Burke, can you give me, can you give me 30 seconds? Uh, and then James Treat, 30 seconds. And then I guess, wow, this flew by tonight. Let's hear what you have to share. Uh, let the listeners know about Saturday if they're in your area. Okay, well. I, I do a bunch of news and what have you at noon on Saturday on this station, if you're listening on the radio station. 89.9 KLRB. Right. Oklahoma. And uh, we live in the information age. You know, these people, they really don't have any excuse except laziness for not knowing what's really going on in the world because even with Google and everybody else trying to shut down the truth, you can still find it. I mean, there's plenty of truth out there. So they ain't got no excuse. They just need to get their act together and start doing something besides watching the TV or whatever they're doing. It's so important that they'll endanger their lives by getting injected with poison before they even know what it's all about. Okay. Thank you very much. 
to that. Amen to that. Dave. I would just encourage people to think for themselves. You know, listen to other people, gather information, absorb it, and then weed it out, cull it out. You know, it's just like the child that comes home from school and they're excited and they're talking, you know, 90 miles an hour about everything. Well, not everything coming out of their mouth is exactly the truth. They have the best of intentions, but you as a parent, older, wiser, call out what the child's excitement was and get down to what really happened. And guess what? That's called the truth. Discernment. Everyone's capable. Discernment. Thanks very much. We got 90 seconds. And I'm your host, Tanya Halfway with Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. Please be sure to. You just disappeared. I'm sorry? You just disappeared. Stephen. Yeah. (laughs) She just faded off into the sunset there. Good night, all. (laughs) Good night, everyone. God bless and good night.